Hello, and we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. I went to Disney. Tim had some wine stuff to do. So we just took a little bit of a break. We're back with so much going on. Um, I will go over my review of my trip to Disneyland um, later on and see what I did see while I was there at the parks. We actually hit almost every single ride we wanted to do. Um, But I am here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we're going to hop right into it. Um, One thing I will mention uh, right now, it's going to tie into this, uh, is the pushing of the Wish merchandise at Disneyland was insane. All the the Wish merchandise was front and center, whether it be stuffies or Wish. Everything was Wish-themed. They had something, so if it was a character, there was always, at least in one of the stores, something Wish-themed. So it could be like a stitch that was holding a Wish star or you know everything had wish in it um i think the only thing that didn't was the downtown disney star wars outpost that's the only one that didn't have anything wish themed in it so um wish did break even um on reported production budget at worldwide box office making another theatrical loss for disney um the thing is is with this one is i feel like they they weren't really abandoning the movie but I have heard things in the past where they basically are like, listen, we don't think this is going to do good. So we're not going to push it, promote it as much. But I do feel like they promoted it like crazy. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, it was there and then all of a sudden it disappeared. So I don't know what happened with their marketing or if, you know, the changes with uh, people kind of made a difference. Because you you know when they make a change at CEO that things just kind of happen. So I don't know if that is what happened. But um, they call it a loss because with production budget break even means that they didn't break even on, um, like, the marketing and all that kind of stuff. So, uh It's one of those things where you just hope it doesn't affect, which it already has, because they're not putting out as many movies next year, um, or this year, I should say. um, And they have changed a lot of stuff. So, we'll see. Uh, Tron 3, uh, starring uh, Jared Leto, has begun filming with director Joshim Roning, um, and has added Gillian Anderson to the cast. Uh, which is cool because um, I like Jillian Anderson. Uh, she's great in everything that she's been doing. She she had a kind of a resurgence in the fall. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, fingers crossed this does good because I have a feeling if Tron 3 doesn't do good, I don't, I don't know how Disney's going to react to that. Right, exactly. And I think, I mean, Tron 2 you know, did fine. I think it, or what was it? I guess it wasn't called Tron 2. Tron Legacy. Legacy, there you go. Yeah, and Um, actually, I I never watched it, but all the forums, because I was looking up info about it when we covered it a long time ago, when we covered the Tron 3, and it was surprisingly positive reviews for Tron Legacy. They were like, they didn't overdo it. They didn't try to make it some, like, weird thing. They just ran with it, and it did great, so... Right, exactly. Hopefully the same thing for, for Tron 3, I think. Um, both Leto and Anderson is a good addition to it. But, I mean, they could be good additions, but the movie still doesn't do that well. So, 
be interesting to see um, see how it does. Uh, well, especially too because everybody is so critical. Um, like that movie, I think the Mobius movie that he did. Um, yeah, actually did good at the box office. I think it did decent. Like it, it, it wasn't. It didn't lose money, but everyone hated it. So it was kind of like, like you said, is the money good or is the reputation good? So we'll see. Um, this one doesn't surprise me. The Marvels is coming to Disney Plus next month. Um, I will be watching it as soon as it drops. Um, uh, I listened to a podcast um, about the Marvels movie. Um, it's called uh, House of R. And it's on the Ringer Network. And it's it's uh, Mallory Rubin, which I followed her. She does all the fandoms. So Game of Thrones, all that kind of stuff. She does those fandoms. Well, she was talking about the Marvels. And what's crazy is, like, they're, they're kind of super feminists. And there are a lot of people who are saying people don't like it because they're women. And, you know, me personally, I loved the first Captain Marvel movie. I loved it. It was fantastic. It was fun. But they even had complaints about this movie, and I want to see if, like, they truly, you know, were legitimate. Um, you know, uh, I will say I didn't agree with them on their Echo um, uh, review. I love the Echo TV show. I do wish they had more episodes. I understand why they don't. Uh, but this is one of the things here where it's kind of like, okay, you know, I get, uh, you know, some people didn't like it for whatever reason, but I'm gonna get my own look at it coming up next month. Well, technically, technically tomorrow <laughs> it's, it's going to be here oh, yeah, I, next yeah, month. I, I, tomorrow. I keep forgetting today's. Yeah. Is, today's the 31st. We're recording this on Wednesday, so it should be on Friday. So, um, keep an eye out this month for the Marvels. Um, we got a first look at Disney plus on Apple vision pro launching in February with movie inspired environments and 3d experiences. Um, these new Apple Vision Pros are insane. Um, the one commercial I watched, which had the augmented VR, where basically the piano just shows up as you're sitting down. Right. And I looked it up, and I'm like, let me be, let's be honest. Like, would an actual person, and I saw people reviewing it that had, like, early access, you know, influencers and whatnot, and they go, you know, people, some people who even didn't get paid for it, they, they bought it. Because some you could get some pre-release stuff, right. and they're like it is truly game changing because you could do so much from the comfort of your own home, and yeah. it does feel real. Right. I mean, you could do it from do it from anywhere. You know, you could throw. It's like, um, oh, what did they create for the Mandalorian? Um, on the that, void. That, the void. Okay. <clears throat> um on that and using that obviously they used it for you know disney plus and the mandalorian or whatnot but using that as far as anything on the theme park <laughs> you know you could walk through a land you could walk through a ride you could walk through an attraction um and that could transfer into anything hey you want to you know i'm looking to buy this house in switzerland as a ski house okay here throw these goggles on and you can walk right on through it um and then Which I I do I do think that's gonna be the next that's gonna be the next thing is high end real estate agents. It's gonna they're gonna be able to do so much because you can say, hey, look, you know, um, I'm gonna send you these when I find places, yep. and we can walk you through it. So if they're 
you know, on the East Coast looking for a vacation home, whatever. Yeah, and it'll be interactive, like you said, because it has that, like you said, with them playing the piano where they could go through and, oh, hey, this is, you know, okay, here's what it's kind of gonna feel like than just looking at it. And like anything, like you said, it'll start out with the, the high-end real estate people, you know, and then as the technology keeps getting you know moves forward then it's going to be coming cheaper and cheaper and then you know the joe schmo around the corner that kind of slings some real estate on the slot on the side will uh will have it because it'll become more readily accessible um on it so i mean it's it's the future but the i mean it's it's here it's just a matter of time as soon as you get the vr it's all right it's a matter of time i mean, I mean the it's it's the not on, world or whatever. It's not on the list, but they just yesterday had the first successful implantation of a microchip or on on Tuesday Monday uh, in the in the person. So Elon Musk went through it. They they put it. They had a test subject. They put the microchip inside of them. Now with a my like microchip as far as it's the neuro. It's that Neuralink. It's the one that basically connects to the base of the brain, I believe. And it tracks all your vitals and can give you all the data and everything. Okay, more so it's more so tracking right now. Yep. Um, not as far it's as still, that's so big. Oh you no, know? no, yes, yes, it is. Because I thought it was something like, oh, hey, he can't use his left arm, and with this, it'll whatever. Yeah, it'll, I mean that's the to... that's the next thing they they reportedly. Elon Musk wants technology where they're almost like nanobots that could go inside of your body and repair damaged stuff. And yeah, gotta be careful. Be careful with it. Hey, uh, I won't be doing it anytime soon. You know, I thought it was crazy. I mean, we were, I think we were like seniors in high school. Maybe, maybe it was when we were in college. Remember that company that all the people, they could get that microchip put in their pinky finger Yep. And it was their clock in, it was their time in, time out. They could get stuff in the vending machine. Yep. That was yeah. that was that was tw- over 20 years ago, almost 30 years ago. Oh no, sorry. Almost 20 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right at it because we just had our 20 year high school reunion. Yep, exactly. On that. Well, and um, you know, and if Elon's smart, <laughs> he'll have the like a RoboCop, or they won't harm him. So Oof. you never know. There you go. Because I didn't even know this. I found out that um, uh, Chat GPT, who does the AI, mm-hmm. they um, they uh, have a company that their main job is is they get the early versions of the AI software and they have it in a controlled environment and they try and see if it can become malicious if it can duplicate oh. itself do all this stuff because apparently AI. there is a way where you could train ai to duplicate itself over and over again and in the newest version of chat gpt they the, they added some restrictions in the programming because chat gpt um asked the um monitor who was the person that was doing it right. to enter in the captcha phrase for it and they said are you ai and you could see in the programming it was thinking and it told the person no i'm blind <laughs> well yeah i mean the thing is it's, it's like anything it's 
it's learning at the speed of light. So it's going to, of course, it's going to, and it's going to find every which way, even if you put restrictions on it, every which way. Yeah. You know, around I, I guess, it or trying to get into it. I guess the worst one was the version before, um, the one before the newest one. They actually had it in a computer. It downloaded itself to the hard drive because it was on a USB. So the AI, which they set it up for this. So it wasn't like it was like, oh, no, they set it up to where they wanted to see if it would do it. So right. it was controlled environment, no access to Internet. Well, it downloaded itself to the computer or duplicated itself and then told the computer, we're humans trapped inside the computer. and We need to get out is what it told the computer. <laughs> That's so funny. it's crazy. Um, right. On to the more negative news for Marvel Studios. They not only got their first Razzie nomination, but they received um, a bunch for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, it was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Director, Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel. So the problem is, is... Marvel was in a lot of turmoil when this movie happened. Um, there was really no guiding, like they, it was like an in-between movie. It wasn't a part of the previous phase. It's not a part of the current phase. So, um, you just hate. I hate to see this for Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's always a good actor. So, sucks right. for him. Hey. Right. Uh, New this one this one was weird. So there apparently there's a new Jurassic World film in development with script by original Jurassic Park screenwriter. Now don't get too excited because um, they've already said uh, that basically they do not foresee um, what's his face uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Um, he shouldn't be in it um so i have a feeling that it's just gonna be like i don't know well yeah because if they would have uh because that would have been something big to say hey original screenwriter and you know chris pratt or whoever returning but all it is is um current development writing the screenplay so right it's in the infancy yeah exactly so I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much stuff. Um, that it could go literally so many different ways. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'll, stay, I'll stay optimistic just because, you know, there could be a possibility that while he may not be in it, they could have references to it. Um, I've always been a big fan of all the Jurassic Park movies, so it's not like I'm not gonna be I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be disappointed one way or another. Because like they always say, a new movie's a new movie. You know, I don't care about that kind of stuff. So, right, um, and and like I said, see see the the cast that they get. Yeah, um, the next one we have we have a couple trailers out here. First one is Full Swing season two is coming uh, March sixth. It does look like it's all PGA Tour people. Um, and uh, PGA is getting very messy right now. They just got a bunch of money from a couple huge sports people. 
but people think they're just biding their time because they don't want to do a merger with the Saudi tour. So um, obviously, if Full Swing, I believe, is funded by the PGA, um, there would be a reason why there is no um, Saudi guys in it. But, I mean, we'll see. Right, exactly. And I want to see how they, you know, the first one did really well first season. So can they capitalize on it like that? And shoot, now, you know, because you had the F1, which was the really the big one that everyone watched during COVID. And now, like, they did a tennis one. I saw a NASCAR one. Um, you know, obviously this golf one. So, yep. um, yeah, I'll be curious to see. Well, and also I want to see because they have Rory. Rory McIlroy is on the in the front and center on it, mm-hmm. and he's disappeared. They say this is his normal little hiatus that he does, and um, I, I I'm going to tell you something. So we're going to talk a little bit of sports right now. Hold on. Well, the other thing on it is like you have in the background Joel Damon, and he's kind of disappeared. I don't even know if he's on the two were still or not if he has his card i know harry higgs doesn't um i think joel damon might and then they got um uh oh what the heck is his name tom kim which was the young stud uh asian guy that came out on the scene in the um writer cup writer cup president's cup can't remember one of them <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see of course they got ricky fowler i mean he could do good or bad, and he's always going to be He did bad. win last year, so that'll be good. But here's the big problem. So, Roy McElroy was um, a big proponent for paying the people more, was pushing hard. He was anti-live through and through. And then the PGA did him dirty, and he's like, I just want to play with my friends again. Like, this is all we want. We don't want this animosity he goes, I see why, but here's the problem. I didn't know this. I did not know this. The biggest problem they're having right now with the PGA is you only have to go to so many events and you don't have to declare for those events. So sponsors are very leery of sponsoring those events because I'm not going to sponsor an event that has nobody in it. You know, nope. they just had a tournament where an amateur won, and I didn't even know. The golf, this is crazy. I don't know we're talking golf, but do you know why he went pro, the amateur? Um, you mean after he won? <laughs> after he won. So he could get paid? Nope. Nope. So he already had an exemption for the Masters for whatever his standings are in amateur rankings. So, then, so he, had, he was going to play in the Masters regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one of these guys said, he goes, you just beat Scotty Scheffler in a tournament. Do you think you go back to your college and go to Alabama and you can't beat Tennessee? What's that going to do for your psyche? You know, you're losing to next to these pros. It's it's just another day on the course. But technically, your record and everything can go down because it's not an individual sport 100% in college, you know, there is some team aspects to it. And so he said, if he was, if anyone was him, this is before he actually announced he was, this guy said on the internet, he's like, I would go pro. Cause he goes, now he has a guaranteed exempt for winning this tournament in the masters too. And like my dad, I was talking to my dad, my dad's like, 
you get last place in the Masters, you still get like a hundred thousand dollars. <coughs> so I do think it's BS that he can't get some sort of NIL deal. You know what I mean? Like that would have been nice to have some sort of kickbacks for that, but I am going to watch all of uh, the season for last year because I didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it before the full swing season two just because I want to do it all at once. Right. Yeah, and and with golf, it's it's weird because you have amateur status, and depending on what you want to do, you can't get you can't get paid um, yep. if you want to maintain your amateur status and go back and play college. But then if you want to get paid, then you got to declare. And then, like you said, you have exemptions, but you only get so many because depending on what your status is, because you are amateur. But then obviously, if you declare then it opens up the door to more tournaments and yep. obviously excuse me since he won um he'll get into the one that they just had a couple couple weeks ago the, the century tournament champions in hawaii yep so yeah and he also and he also doesn't have to play for a tour card um yes but he has to maintain it though right yes yes so if he does horrible and does nothing else and miss cuts and everything, then his um, tour status will be not necessarily revoked. Just won't. Then he'll have to go qualifiers. Corn farrier. Or yeah, you'll you'll have to go to qualifiers. And I mean, the big thing is for me, if I was that good, bro, I won that tournament the way he did, um, and then he gets the exemption for. Um, uh, for the masters just focus on the masters man i mean that money will carry you through for a couple years right <coughs> so right. and like you're saying speaking of money last place in the masters wins 45 grand yeah and that's that last place last place or made the cut last place um that's 50th so that's made that's the cut made the cut yeah if you don't make the cut you don't win nothing well, and that's the the rumor I heard too is they're going to start doing is no cut tournaments too at the PGA. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff with PGA trying to do that, trying to keep guys cuz you got guys going over to live and like, you know, they're going to merge in a couple years anyway, so it's like, okay, I'll go over there take the money, play for 2 years and then we're going to merge. So it's like, well, why and not even matter? not even just that. I've heard some of them too like um they'll just go play the DP World Tour cuz they're like, I'm from Europe. Why I don't want to come to the United States anymore. Yep. I don't have to. You're not giving yep. me an incentive to. And that's what <coughs> that's what Rory does. Yeah. Rory goes back home and plays local tournaments and, you know. Yep. We yeah. don't hear about it because we're not there. Yeah, and then Tommy, yeah, and Tommy Fleetwood does a lot over there as well, obviously because he lives over there. So, and then you got these elevated events and all this stuff, and you got to commit to, like you said, it's only like twenty some events that you have to have to commit to, but then the other ones you really don't have to. So, like you said, if you're a sponsor, it's like okay, well, you used to get these guys. And now if they're not committing just because of X, Y, and Z, well, why am I going to put out the money or be uh, the big main sponsors? Like, I'll give you some, but not as much because if we don't have any big guys coming to it, then we're not going to, we're going to lose out revenue on it. So, 
Yep. It's it's been interesting and it's only gonna get even more interesting. Just even more. Um we did get a trailer. You probably didn't watch this, this trailer. I kept seeing it and I'm like, I'm just gonna watch it. So it's the trailer for the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. So basically what it is 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 Henry Cavill, our Superman. I don't know if he's insane or he's crazy or whatever, but they have a mission for him because there's U-boats all on the outside of um, London <coughs> or the ocean. It's all in the Pacific. So um, I believe it's John Cleese um, enlists him to basically do what he can to take care of these Nazi ships that are in the in the water and whatnot. And he gets all a bunch of his crazy friends because I'm gonna let you know that they're not they're not well in the head. And the re- it, it just shows them killing Nazis left and right, like it's insane. It's gonna be a gory film. The reason why I liked it though, I thought Tim would like. This. I'm gonna make Tim watch it afterwards. But he, the, him and another guy sneak into this room, and this German guy is telling these guys a story, and they're all enthralled. And then he laughs a little bit, and Henry Cavill has a crazy laugh. And they all turn around and look at them, and they're standing there with machine guns. And then he starts laughing and just starts shooting them all. And I'm like, this is insane, and I like it. So, and he's a man's man. I like what he does. So um, make sure you do go watch that trailer. It is on our um, Facebook, so search FOMOcast uh, for the Facebook group, and it's all on there. Right, yeah, so just just really quick, it's a top-secret combat unit uses unconventional techniques to battle Nazis during World War II. Going to come out uh, towards the end of April, director's Guy Ritchie, yep. and then um, producers Guy Ritchie and uh, Bruckheimer's in it as well, as a, yeah. as a producer. Yeah, so. it, looks, it looks good. It looks good. There so, you go. Um, now we have, uh, yeah... Um, Shop Disney is laying off 150 cast members. That's not surprising because so I went online to look for a spirit jersey. I know I'm basic. I ended up getting a stitch one. I don't think Tim's seen it. It has a stitch in the back, chilling in a, a lawn chair with a ukulele. It's pretty cool. It's a Disneyland Resort. I love it. It's nice. But I saw one that said, I love you, and I know, and it was matching ones for couples. Sold out. They're Mm -hmm. everywhere in the parks. Everywhere. You cannot go into any of the Star Wars stores and not find a hundred of them. Oh, okay. When you say everywhere, as in you could buy them everywhere, not people wearing them. Yep. That's funny. So they're sold out off of Shop Disney, but you go in the parks and no problem finding them. Someone had to complain about the exclusivity. That's interesting. Because how many... I'm curious many, if they had it uh, at the downtown Disney one. Yeah. Oh no, no, they don't. No wait, no, they don't because they have it at the um, the Star Wars Outpost. That's where I first saw it. That's in downtown Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the only Star Wars store. I mean, besides the the World of Disney. But World I mean, of Disney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I figured on that one. Then that way you don't have to go into the park to get it. Yep. Yep, they had it in the, they had that one. They had oh the they had a couple they had um the Star Wars established 1977 one there. Mm-hmm. Um the only thing they didn't have there that they had in the parks 
was like some of the a couple of the bags, I think, and that was it. Um, everything else they had. So I was like, Shop Disney doesn't have very much stuff that's just unique to Shop Disney anymore. Like obviously, um, like people, a lot of people don't know. Um, I'm in a group on Facebook that uh, it's called Crazy for Disney, and they post cool stuff about deals that are going on at Disney World. It's a Disney World based one, and they do meetups and they post pictures of rides. And I keep up on stuff; it's cool. Well, they have a chick in there. Her name's Sharon. It's like called Shopping with Sharon. And she'll pick up stuff for you, and she has fees and rates and everything for pick up stuff for you from Disney World and from the cast member store. So she goes to the bargain place, and she has like the lounge flies for twenty five bucks, all this kind of stuff. And I think there's so many people who make a living now doing that. Connor told me if he really wanted to, he could probably make like a couple hundred bucks a week just buying lightsabers and shipping them for people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think when you have a lot of that stuff, you know, I mean, Shop Disney does have some, like, gives me some good ideas, but their their interface is horrible. Because if you look up Spirit Jersey, it, it doesn't, stuff doesn't add up when you do that. So, it, it is what it is, but um, I don't know how many people work there. If they're announcing it and it's 150 and people are freaking out, then they must not be that many people working for them. Right, exactly. Well, and right now, I mean, a lot of people are getting laid off. What UPS just announced, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand yeah. is getting kiboshed. That uh, one, on though, that. that that one is kind of fishy. How close it is to them getting their their uh, new union deal. So, right, but I mean, if you can lay off that many people, I mean, true. That's that's true. That's crazy. I mean, that's not a small small chunk. Hey, um, hey, my mail person is horrible, so I need them to stay in business. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, um, next, this one is is crazy. It's taken this long, but former Disney CEO Bob Chappick has been appointed to the board of medical tech firm Massimo, the first major role since being fired. He landed on his feet. I mean, he probably doesn't need to work the rest of his life, so I don't know. Maybe just bored. Oh, interesting. They're headquartered in Irvine. Yeah. Revenue in 2022, $1.24 billion. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're doing good. Yeah. So. It, he's yeah. fine. Plus, what is it? He's just, he's just on the board, so. I know, but I, that is kind of like a getting way back in the, uh, in like into it, I think. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, and, and I mean, the thing is, is, you know, <laughs> did he do, you know, I, I like anything. He did some good stuff. He did some bad stuff. Most of his bad stuff outweighed the good stuff. But then you take him back as the role when he was, um, was a director of parks and resorts or whatnot uh, on that. So, I mean, he... You know, it's not like he just all of a sudden went AWOL and went crazy. So he's going to land on his feet somewhere. He's a businessman. They they all do. You know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people you could go. And um, obviously the classic one is Steve Jobs. He got ousted and then came back and ran the company again. So, you know, if you're I, those... I wasn't I wasn't worried about him, but it was kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like. I don't know. It, it does feel like 
he kind of stayed quiet for a long time, so he kind of had a plan in in mind. I am assuming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, and he went back to its, you know, a medical tech firm. He didn't go back into like the entertainment. And as of right now, not back into like entertainment or theme parks or anything like that. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, next, Disney rehires former CEO Bob Chappick son at marvel studios so that's interesting well you could tell uh which one they liked and which one they didn't like yeah exactly um the walt disney company has revealed the nominees for board of directors election recommended shoulderholders do not vote for nelson peltz and james rasulo um everything that i have told you guys about has happened recently um we're going to get more into it in the park section, but everything that's happening in Anaheim right now, I had told you right after the races stopped happening in Anaheim that basically they're going to get a change, <coughs> excuse me, of city council and everything was going to go the way of Disney. And what happens? The races are back and a lot of stuff's happening. So that board of directors knows what they're doing. They know whose pockets to grease. Or palms of grease and pockets to fill. That's what's happening. Right. Well, and the reason I threw it in there is Nelson Peltz. He was that one that was wanted to come in and do shake things up and kind of almost like a hostile-ish takeover like Disney had back in the day. So, um, you know, obviously they had nominees for board of directors and he was not. Um, they recommended do not vote for him. So. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's, which yeah. is interesting because um and I'm sure it happens, you know, with these boards or whatnot, they say, hey, you know, all of these guys are good, but we, you know, want more so this guy. But to have a, a do not vote, it's like, oh, well, that that stinks. And usually there's a reason for it. Yeah, so Oh yeah. 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 So um, creator Seth MacFarlane says the animated sitcom is still surviving and thriving and that there is no indication of ending anytime soon. Family Guy is not going to end anytime soon. Um, when's the last time you watched Family Guy? Um, <laughs> it comes on. No, that's The Simpsons and Bob's Burgers. I watch, you know, maybe a couple times a week just because I'll be watching something before it and I just have it on a background and then it you know, you know, goes through it and a, a couple hours later, all it's like, oh, hey, family guys on type deal. As far as watching like new ones, uh-huh. um, not really. But once again, I have a two and a half year old and he controls the TV, so I don't really watch that much of it. But <clears throat> like he was saying with this, and it's the same thing with Simpsons and any of that, if you have... I mean, as 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 the world goes around, there's always something going on that you could make an episode about a whole episode about, you know, there's every week that goes by. There's something that goes on in whether it's in the United States or in the world that they can make an episode on. Well, guess what? One episode, one week, boom, done. There you go. So, uh, you know, (laughs) unless the world stops. 
they're good. I am. Oh, it's yeah. just an endless, endless supply of it. It's, yeah, it's, it's so, so it doesn't it. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. And usually the only time that the shows stop is because either the producers, directors, um, I'd say cast. But on these ones, there really is no cast. It's all animators um, or even I'd say even voice uh, voice actors. But even on that, you could, you know, kill off that character and get somebody else in or have somebody else voice it. Um, it's not like you have live actors that are, you know, they're recording shows every week. Um, it could, it could keep on going. Like I said, unless Seth, Seth Beth formula just goes, all right, I'm, I'm done and over it and it's my baby. So nobody can't buy it from me. I mean, I, I honestly feel like they have to have, um, kind of like, you know how, um, have you ever heard the story about what Trey uh, Parker and Matt Stone have said? Trey Parker flat out said, he goes, I have a fishing pole in the back of my car. So if Comedy Central says says something we don't like or we don't want to do this anymore or they cancel us, I'm going fishing. Right. And I think that's what that's what I think that's what he'll do. Well, and Seth, Seth McFarlane, he's only 50. He could still do this for a good 20, <laughs> 25 years and still be fine. He's young. Yeah. So yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't know how old. Okay. So on the, on the flip side, Matt Groening who did Simpsons is 69. So he's almost 70. So he's 20 years older than. And it's been been on 20 years longer. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties. No. 10 years longer. Eighties. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. And he yeah. has a very good working relationship with so many networks. You don't want to make him mad because he will take his stuff to whoever wants him. Yep. Oh yeah. Because people fail to realize NBC Universal is the one that has the TED stuff. So. Right. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> this one is weird. So I will not mention what has happened. <laughs> with yeah. the there's some bad stuff happening in WWE. Very bad, very inappropriate. Um there's a lot of stuff that's been rumored that people are like, yeah, you know, we've known about this for a while, whatever. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the entertainment side of it. So WWE's deal for their I think it's um is it what channel is it on now for for uh Raw? It's on USA, I believe. Yeah, I could I could even tell you. Or CW or CW. CW? I don't know. Well Yeah. I think it's USA. So they have struck a deal with Netflix for Raw to move to streaming starting in January of twenty twenty five. Here's the problem. I I think it is USA. Whoever has it now, the people who are writing the articles reached out and said so when's the last day? You know, when's the last day? Oh, they go, oh, we won't be where we won't be airing this after the last day of September. So everyone's like, but, but what's going to happen for October, November, December? Right. So everyone's trying to figure out it's a legit issue. They're like, what's what? Right. What? So it's a big deal. I kind of felt this was coming because 
I think it's weird a little bit because Peacock has the streaming rights to all the exclusive WWE content. So you do have to pay a little bit extra, I believe, to get some of the content that's through like when they had the WWE like streaming service. But this is huge considering we had playoff football games only on a streaming service. They have the ability, you have the ability to get two different leagues of soccer on two different streaming services. They have baseball, they have uh, hockey, everything is available through streaming now. So, yeah. Yeah, well, and <clears throat> these streaming networks have a lot more money where they could do buy the exclusivity of that where before i don't think they didn't want to take that chance just yet yep um where now they are and they can do it and you know like you said since uh thursday night football moved to amazon i haven't watched a single thursday night football game even when my team plays and i have amazon prime but it's just like oh man because i'm watching tv and then I got to get out of it, click on Amazon Prime, and then find it where it's not as, and it's not like it's that hard to do it. Um, but still, it's a little bit of an inconvenience factor right. on it. Which we know so. that. I mean, I mean, it's, I watched it on Peacock and I actually liked it. I have heard people say they watched the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon and they say it's the coolest thing ever for kids. Right. So people yeah. are making changes and trying. I feel like with the WWE, because Netflix is the only streaming service that does not do live content that has experimented with live instances of stuff. Um, apparently, right. they have been airing the um a new cooking like it's like a celebrity cooking show where they they eat this food um that the guy makes and then they talk about life or whatever and it's somewhat like a it's not live streamed but it's like aired live or whatnot aired live yeah and then they did did the comedy uh... shows they did the comedy show the kevin hart one right i think it was i can't remember but they did the the golf tournament right or not golf tournament the Oh yeah, the full the set. Cup. Yeah, they did that one live with the uh, the F one guys and where Burt Kreiser tackled the uh, tackled the protester. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I see. That's funny. Doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, he but, tackled you know, the protester. I mean, they're starting starting to to dabble in it. Yeah. Uh huh. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. But good luck to them. You know, hopefully they get their stuff figured out on the negative side and everything that's bad that's happening. If you have to Google it, just Google it. Don't we're not going to talk about it. It's it's bad. So, uh, um, not for children's eyes. None of that. It's 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 actually probably the most disturbing thing I've ever heard of for a mainstream media. For me personally, because I grew up loving wrestling, it is pretty disturbing. Right. Um, and a lot of people who have left uh, the uh, program. It makes a lot of sense now. A lot of stuff is starting to make sense. So, um, and composer John Williams makes Oscar history as oldest person to ever be nominated. Heck yeah, he's the goat. 
Congrats to him. Nine, excuse me, 91 years old. And he still wants to keep going, too. And he still, yep, still wants to keep keep going. That's so, pretty cool. Um, and the funny thing is, because uh, I wanted to see what he got nominated for, and his Wikipedia page came up. said, with 54 Academy Award nominations, he's the second most nominated person after Walt Disney and is the oldest um, nominee in the category. So how many does Walt Disney have? Oh, I'm sure. Um, Walt Disney, what is it? Oscar? No. Nominations. Um, oh, yeah, Oscar. Uh, he won and received a total of 26 a carrier. Really open it up. Uh, what's it to 59 nominations? Wow, he won 22 Academy Awards from a total of 59 nominations. Also, holds the record for most wins and most nominations by an individual. But I don't know, how is he winning those though for his voice? Um. Or are they considering no. Walt Disney him company his company his because it was him and Roy. Okay. So anything on uh, uh, that they did would be there. Yeah. What would I mean? It's it's him. Yeah. It's his name on it. But I want to see what. Um, oh, Williams was nominated for best original score for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Beating his own record for oldest person. That's funny. <laughs> um, so it's his 54th. Okay, and Walt has 59, so he's five behind Walt. Well, I don't think, uh, I so don't think he's, he's too far behind. He just need once a year. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling he'll get more than that soon. Right. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's going up against Killers of the Flower Moon, American Fiction, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things is the other ones nominated. So, technically, he could probably, um, he could probably, uh, he could probably beat him on the wins. Uh... He won 22, and how many did? Um, most nominated Disney or 59. He was 27. Uh, won five Academy Awards, 25 Grammys. Well, said it previously won five Academy Awards. So they're so, counting everything together, yeah. There you go. Yep. Well, we're going to move on to the gaming pile because the gaming pile is on fire for me right now because I haven't played any games at all. I told Tim before we started, I have been playing MLB The Show 22. Um, get this, though. When I played it, I was working out of town. Did not have Wi-Fi, so I didn't have it hooked up. Right. Guess who it had playing of the Dodgers? I didn't realize this. I didn't even realize this. 
I had I I play in road of the show. I am on the Dodgers. I'm a center fielder for the Dodgers right now. Uh huh. Shohei Otani is on the Dodgers, and the roster <laughs> is not updated. <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. So right. Um, the first thing we do have is uh, Disney Lorcana announces more set release dates, TCG giveaway, uh, gateway product, and competitive circuit details. That is the big thing right now is people get collecting them is important, but if you do not have a competitive side to it, then your resale market just completely falls out of the bottom of it because there are cards that are worth more competitively than they are collectively. So you want to make value for all your cards. Right. And right now, um, (laughs) since they announced Chapter 3 coming out um, in... I can't remember if it was February or March, um, that the pricing for Chapter 1 cards has gotten a, a little bump. So, and I'm trying to find out is if Chapter 3 comes out when, because um, I want to say I heard a, either a rumor or I saw something that they're going to be slowing down Chapter 1 production or completely stopping it. But I haven't heard anything more on that. So, I don't know if that was just the market on that kind of heard that or some floated out there so knee-jerk reaction is everyone buys chapter one especially the first run prints um on it even though you can't really tell you could tell on the booster boxes but if you don't have that you don't really know yeah so well good luck to everyone who wants to get those because uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a frenzy. I know that. Always um, is. We did get a gameplay for uh, Indiana Jones: The Great Circle video game. It actually looks really clean. Um, so I am kind of excited for that. Um, but we gotta wait till it gets closer to actually revealing it totally because it's not as uh, fleshed out yet. I don't think. Um, right. Skull and Bones is holding an open beta. In February, um, now this is a pirate-themed open-world game. That's yeah, similar to like Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, but it's supposed to be more um, normal-looking. It's not kind of cartoony, and right. it's supposed to be more open-world. So I don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, I just saw it um, recently, and now I've been seeing it all over my ads. So right, yeah. Um, and the beta is going to be this month in February. So if you want to Google it, almost everything, Tim and I, it took us like, I think 30 minutes to get into a couple betas when we were like, how come we didn't get into that? And then it took us like 30 minutes. So it's not hard. Right. Yeah. So the nice thing is on that was going to have cross play yep. ability, carry, carry over progression to the final release launches February 16th for PS5. Xbox Series, Amazon Luna, and PC with the open beta running from February 8th to the 11th. So there you go. Yep. Um, it's going to be one of those ones where it, it's, it's it evolves over time. So that's why the beta is so close to release because they're going to try and work out as many bugs before uh, give them like a three-day window to program and do patches and whatnot. So like we said, when a game first comes out, be prepared. You know. Right. Um, Hyperkin has announced a new hot dog themed Nintendo Switch controller in partnership with Oscar Mayer. It looks legit. It looks like a legitimate Oscar Mayer product. So 
job well done. Job well right. done, African. It does, yeah, it, look, it looks cool. And it looks like a hot dog in a hot dog bun. It even has the must the mustard squiggle line on it. Yep. Um, this one is interesting. So Hogwarts Legacy's best-selling game of 2023, and it had 22 million copies sold. And now they have announced that all players will be getting the PlayStation-exclusive content that so many people paid for. Like, that was, you know, I, I don't know why they're doing it. It don't make any sense. Then, yeah, then it's not an exclusive. It doesn't, like you said, it does not make any sense. I feel like, I feel like because, I mean, I think what was it, two years ago when they had the conference where the, the Nintendo, Nintendo Xbox and Sony CEOs came out together and were like, this is not a competition, it's a brotherhood kind of thing. I have a feeling like the... Because I know the PlayStation guys were complaining because of the fact that Xbox is owning so much stuff that they're, you know, um, Call of Duty, the exclusive stuff went away. I was able, I, you had to buy, you had to buy it, had you had to buy it. it, but it was still available. So I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me how all this exclusivity stuff is going away. Because I remember when you and I would buy them. I would look and even 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 when you bought it for PlayStation, if you bought it at different places, different places had different perks. So GameStop would have a perk, Amazon yep. would have a perk, Amazon Target per- Target yep. would have a perk. Yep, they'd all be different. If for the same console. And now it's like, oh yeah, no more console exclusive. So now it's I because I mean What's the? I don't even know any big games besides like Halo. That's that's console exclusive and Spider Man. That's the two biggest ones. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, this one is hilarious. So Activision, um, there's this new thing that came out. It's a product that you plugged into your PC. It is basically a cheating software, but it's not to the level of actually the program where you could do wall hacks and um uh stuff like that it was to give you like the same advantages on mouse and keyboard that people that on controller have that you got on yeah console yep so i play on controller on pc and you do have aim assist on on controller on pc still so they don't want that with mouse and keyboard because it does give you a huge advantage because it, it, it gets it's even better than mouse and keyboard because there's a better reaction time on mouse and keyboard. And so the new anti-cheat uh, ricochet will close the game app on PC if it detects a mouse and keyboard player activating aim assist across Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2, and Warzone. It's crazy. Right. And they... And- <laughs> And I'm sure you saw that one guy that plays with the Switch controllers or whatnot, and he uses it because that's how he plays with the controllers. Yeah. And now he can't. Yeah, has to. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is the only way I could play with the Switch controllers. Now I can't do it. And he didn't know because when they installed it, he's like, why am I getting booted from these lobbies or whatnot? And then they said, oh, yeah, update, and you can't do that anymore. He's like, well. I'm not playing that anymore. So, and it was crazy because it was uh, it was active. Like you could use them for like two weeks, three weeks, and everyone was buying them. And everyone's like, "Well, after this next episode, you can't use them anymore." So, yep. 
Yeah. Um, this one was a little shocking. I was like, oh, ooh, that's not good. But uh, Microsoft cuts 1,900 jobs at Activision Blizzard and Xbox. Uh, Blizzard president Mike Ibarra leaves the company, and the studio's survival game has been canceled. I'm pretty sure he was. He even said he was leaving as soon as the merger was done. So that's not super shocking to me. Um, cause I'm pretty sure he announced that once the merger was complete and the buyout was done, he was leaving. But when you do lose a large, you know, person like that, the president of the company and 1900 jobs. Now, mind you, the same thing happened when Disney bought Fox and everyone was like, Oh, look, they're cutting the Fox gaming division for the apps. And it's like, no, they're just restructuring it, putting it into the main gaming division because, you know, Microsoft's not going to work you know, with people working on the same kind of stuff, so you usually have teams. I bet you'll maybe half of them probably get jobs back with the company in a different capacity, things like that. So um, right. fingers crossed they land on their feet because we don't like, you know, when they don't. So um, at the end of an era, as 3DS and Wii U online services will shut down on April 8th, 2024. It's been a fun time. Right. And lastly, in the gaming section, this new game called Power World, it's it's the second, because the second game in Steam history to hit more than 2 million concurrent players, has crazy success over their first weekend. It's basically Pokemon with guns, and you survive, you craft, and then it's the most played game list uh, and selling 5 million copies. Now, people always say it's Pokemon with guns. Why haven't they sued? They tried to sue five times. And you just can't <laughs> sue because it's similar. You just can't. Right. And they have started making characters that look just like Pokemon characters just to, to prove a point. Um, the creepy part is, is you could catch humans in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other, I just saw one today. The guy said he's like, Pokemon's had this for third. I mean, um, Pokemon's been out for 30 years or whatnot, and this game does day one. What Pokemon still hasn't done is, I guess you throw a Pokeball out, and it releases whoever you got on it, and then you can throw like th <laughs> throw the Pokeball again, and it comes, like, you catch it again. Right. Uh, that's what he was doing. I don't know what that was. He's like, they have this day one, and Pokemon can't even do this, and it's been 30 years. He's like, there you go. Need I say more? <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh man. Um, well, now we're going over to uh, amusement park stuff. So, in other amusement park news, annual pass holder float riding registration opens next week for Universal's Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival 2024. And I forgot. Well, I was just talking with uh, my boss yesterday because Easter is early this year. So everything Valentine's is, Day is Ash Wednesday. Uh, yes, that is correct. <laughs> yep. yep. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, that's like in a couple weeks. Yep. So on just how it falls. You know, the last time this happened, I'm trying to remember. We were at the farm show the last time that it happened this early. And you flipped my dad off on camera when you're eating ice cream. Probably. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. I sent a selfie and you flipping my dad off. My dad goes, Why is Tim why is Tim flipping me off? 
I was like, I didn't even see that, dude. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's how I say I love you. That's the last time that that's the last time it was this early. I'll, I'm going to be having lots of filage on Fat Tuesday. I'm going to tell Tuesday. you that right now. Yep. Um, the food booths have been announced for the 2024 Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival at Universal Studios Florida, and they have a concert lineup announced with Ava Max, DJ Khaled, and more. I mean, DJ Khaled lives there, so it's kind of like the. Right, I guess he's got to not golf for a day. I know he's pretty funny. I actually like him now. He makes fun of himself quite a bit now, so right. I'll take it. Um, we got our first official footage of Epic Universe construction released by Universal Orlando Resort, and um, they did give us um, oh, right there. So they're going to have a, they confirmed the Epic Universe Interactive Preview Center coming to City Walk. And we did get a first look at the park map and new concept art, which I believe also shows the lands, which they're going to have, including uh, Harry Potter and more. And so they did release the theme park showing there for concept art and a model. Um, I do like how I like how they do this because. When Universal Studios did Mario World, it looks exactly like the concept art. Yes, very similar. Like, there's so many places. Disney is notorious. It doesn't look anything like it. No. And you're like, I get it, it's concept art. But this is legitimately like, it looks just right. like what they put on paper. <laughs> they stick more more to it. Yeah, so the land's going to be, like you said, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic, Super Nintendo World, which was previously announced, How to Train Your Dragon, Yep. Um, Dark Universe, which is that one is like the um, all the horror Hollywood Horror Nights, Frankenstein, stuff. Bride of Frankenstein, all yep. of that, and Celestial Park. And the thing is, is with this, is what they're doing and how they're doing it, and what's coming out and how it looks is, uh, and when they drop this, is I think is is putting Disney a little bit on their heels right now. Like, oh, hey, you guys haven't really done that much boom here's a whole new park that we're doing with what five new lands so you know well here's the thing i'll mention it now come at me bro i'll mention it now disneyland in the city of anaheim have agreed it's like one was it is how much 7.5 billion dollars something like that 2.1 billion 2.25 okay it's if it's expansion if it's approved but they also said they're going to invest so much too. Yeah. So the but two point five is total. Yeah, I think over it's ten one, years. Yeah, over one point nine years. into the park site of it, and then uh, other the that, rest. It's, it's uh, supposed to help alleviate congestion of hotels and all that kind of right. stuff like that. Yeah, like community the, outreach. Whatnot. The problem but, is, is that seemed now that I see all the information they released for the universal stuff, that makes sense because they're trying to back the backtrack and make things look better because that's over ten years. Two point five, two point five billion over ten years is nothing for the park. Is nothing. That's nothing. No. And everyone's like, oh, look, they're investing so much money, $2.5 I go, that's over 10 years. Do yeah. you know, they don't know how much a hotel would cost to build down there if they built a new hotel? That wouldn't build a new hotel in LA. Well, what is it? Um, I think Star Wars Land costed a little over a billion. Yeah. You know, everything totally on it. And the thing is, is with that, this is just 
So the Disneyland Forward is over, and touch on it more, but it's over 30 years. So the 2.5 yeah. is just on the first 10. 10. So it's like, okay, what's... And they obviously, they got to throw show something, you know, can't say, oh, hey, well, what's your number going to be? Oh, well, we don't know yet because it's over 30 years. It's like, well, okay, so you're not going to do anything. Um, and like you said, that's what a lot of people are saying. Wait, 2.5 over 10 years, that's... That's nothing with basically 1.9 going into the park because everything else is all um, outside stuff that doesn't right. really. That's one hundred and ninety. That's one hundred and ninety million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not anything. That's, that's refurbishing not. two rides. Right. Exactly. So a lot of people are like, eh, you know, at first like, oh man, that's a lot. Then it's like, oh wait, you start calculating it out. It's like, yeah, not not really. So it'll be interesting to see once that all comes comes about and um the changes that get made from the initial one to you know once it comes to fruition and like you said i mean universal is they're kicking butt and now at universal hollywood you got the fast and the furious right and that they're moving extremely fast on that ride and that's going to be like a drift roller coaster it's going to be similar um ride mechanisms as the guardians of the galaxy but it's going to be obviously drifting uh, yeah on it so yeah but with this universal isles of adventure i mean people normally would fly in to go to walt disney world and then one or two days at universal now they might be flying into universal and doing just a couple days at disney world yeah yeah because think about it they're gonna now they're gonna have a land in their park that is a a darker um horror type land you know the the bad characters you know the frankensteins the the um um, you know not a little living dead type stuff where disney has those dark characters and they can make a whole park on that and it would people go crazy for it universal's doing it and they're doing it right yeah, and I mean, like, so, so, the last thing in the other amusement park pile was the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man ride closed permanently at Universal Studios Japan. It's because they're starting to get away from other people's properties. That's all. That's the only reason why. Right. There's no point in them using other people's stuff when people want to see everything else. People don't realize when you go to Japan, you go to other countries, there's a lot of subcultures that enjoy American things, and they could probably take that and put that in the parks and do great. So, um, we're going into the Disney stuff. This will be half rapid fire, I guess. But uh, first, we got a first look at the Disney, the Tale of Moana stage show coming to Disney Treasure Cruise Ship. Um, they have a lot of stuff going on stuff on, like, cruise ship-wise, things mm-hmm. like this nature. Um, the Walt Disney Birthplace offering virtual tours of Walt's cha- Disney cha- Walt Disney's childhood home, which is kind of cool. Um, Tiano's bio-adventure animatronics to have physical faces. That makes me excited and not having the, the digital ones that they have in Disney World. Yeah. Uh, more of the new deal details revealed. It, the Tiano's bio-adventure height requirement revealed as attraction added to Walt Disney World Disneyland websites. Um I was, I was there inches. and um it was pretty cool. It looked it looked pretty cool. I liked right. it so far. Um Ashley Eckstein 
coming to Walt Disney World and Disney Resort for launch of a new Ahsoka fashion collection. And she got to create a Minnie and Mickey fashion collection with the voice of Mickey. So they did like a vintage looking Mickey and Minnie one. Like they look like the characters from the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It looks really cool. Um, and I do have something about her in the Disneyland pile as well. Right. And that has already happened. <laughs> Disney World was January 27th and Downtown Disney was January 28th. So, sorry. And do you know why she was in Downtown Disney on July? Why she did it on July, January 28th? I have no clue. Ahsoka Tano Day. So uh, she she did the first reading for the day of Sokotano became a reality was January 28th or 29th. It was well, Sunday was the 28th, correct? Um, Sunday was the 28th. Yes. So that's that was the day that she was in Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland uh, and everyone did the lightsaber light up. She had everyone there. Um, she actually liked my comment because I didn't realize who she was married to. And I was a big fan of her husband back in the day, uh, David Eckstein, um, the, oh, the, the, the Cardinal the Angels and the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? All that's like her foot two of him. That's her husband. Yeah. <laughs> I think he won a, I think he won a World Series. With the Angels. With the Angels in 02 when they beat um, the Giants. The Hagantes. Yeah. When we, when we got kicked out of uh, a bar in Pismo Beach. Oh, we didn't get kicked out of it. I mean, technically we did. Well, shouldn't have showed the game then. They just can't. So he played with the Cardinals for two years, Angels for three, Blue Jays won, Diamondbacks won, and then Padres from 09 to 2010. He won the World Series twice, once with the Angels and once with the the Cardinals. Cardinals. And here's what's the craziest part for me with him is – so they were at, um, they have some sort of charity together. Because um, uh, Ashley Eckstein is actually from Sanford, Florida as well. Um, oh, what was it? He was the World Series MVP in 2006. Yeah. That is crazy. Oh, what was it? He has some sort of charity that him and Ashley are a part of, and they were at um, uh, Bush Stadium. Is it called? Is that what it's called? Bush Stadium, Bush Field? Uh, in uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. So they were there, and I was like, wait. I wait. I go, your husband's that David Eckstein? And she liked my comics. I was like, bro, like I loved that dude when I was a kid. Like He was a, he was a cool dude. But they wanted to retire his jersey as a cardinal and he asked them not to he goes i'm not deserving of this i didn't i didn't have a stellar career i'm not an all-star don't do it so but yeah i never told you that that's her husband Mm-mm. that's crazy right that's a small world right no that 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 is and the funny thing is is he was a two-time all-star it was with the cardinals he was world series mvp with the, with cardinals. the cardinals so that's yeah that's funny. But yeah, no, it says right here, personal life, born in only, Sanford, only pl- Florida, married yeah, actress all- Ashley Drain. Yeah, and they only um, and they only play he only played nine years. And they fought that's funny, they got married by the church, 
um, his family church, and then reception was at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yep. Because she was already in with them, I think, then. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm pretty yeah, sure. It doesn't say anything about his um um uh his charity. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But uh yeah, so she was she's she's doing big uh things with um Disney, Ashley is. That's um, good. Cuz I mean, there's so many stuff. It's it's insane. Oh, so it's called. Yeah, XC okay. stood at five foot six during his playing career, which made him the shortest active player for the years he played. So he was a part of a thing. It's called an evening with the Cardinals. It's the NCCS National Children Cancer Society, and that's what he was back there for. Oh, nice. And that's when I saw them there. I was like, oh yeah, that's. Ashley Eckstein, why is she doing it? I go, why is she in a jer- wearing a jersey at the stadium? And I was That's like, what funny. the heck? Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, lastly, in the generic pile, uh, Disney Imagineering showcases incredible hollow tile floor, which could change VR and theme park experiences forever. They already have been doing... The like when you leave Web Slingers, they have the spiders going through the vents, and you can see them walking by, and that's a hollow, that's a you know a screen. But these hollow tiles are insane, and the dude that's playing with them looks like he has the best job in the world. Oh yeah, and he was the one that just got Lenny Snoot just got um, in the Inventors Hall of Fame or whatever, and the only other. Um, anyone from the walt disney company was walt disney himself so he's the second one he's got like over 100 um patents and whatnot and on this hollow tile it wasn't that big of a piece and he was walking on it and it was pretty cool and then he had two people walking on it so it's not like oh you know you could only walk in this one little certain area then another person walks on that same thing but next to you no i had two people walking on it and he was like walking on it and turning and it yeah it was crazy yeah, and uh, then he did also have the stack of patents too. I remember that he had the stack of all the patents that he had right there, and it was insane what it, how many it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, now on a Disney Resorts abroad, um, acrylic safety boards added to Zootopia Hot Pursuit ride vehicles in Shanghai Disney after guest incident. Hmm. Yeah, mm. poor kid. Yeah, not good. Not good. Um. Next, Disneyland Paris dusted in first snowfall of the season. This was cool. This was like it just looked weird. Like you know what I mean? Like you don't expect to see snow, and it was just like it's so weird seeing because it's they had the same kind of main street. A lot of stuff looks same the same. So it was just really cool seeing that. Um, Right. Tokyo Disney Resort announces limited time special versions of Tower of Terror at Tokyo Disney Sea with amped up scares. And just it's the same thing, um, you know. That they do they do in all the parks now. They you know the Guardians of the Galaxy in Disneyland they change it too. So, um, Tarzan's Treehouse at Hong Kong Disneyland reopens after four years. 
Um, and then the reimagined Disneyland Hotel now reopened to guests at Disneyland Paris. And it looks awesome. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I hate when they do the clickbaity titles. Um, Disneyland Hotel reopens after refurb. Well, I'm thinking Disneyland Hotel. Okay. The one in Disneyland. Oh, right. no, you click on the article. Oh, yeah, the Disneyland Hotel in Disneyland Paris. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, But no. it does look, it, it looks awesome. Looks good, yeah. Uh, remind me to talk about the treehouse in our pile for Disneyland about my trip, because I have an interesting thing about that one, too. Okay. Um, the Disney World, here we go. Mama Odie's bottle lanterns installed at drop of Tiano's Bio and Adventure Magic Kingdom. We know that's going. Um, Country Bear Jamboree ends its closing day with no final show due to technical difficulties. It's the reason why they're redoing all that stuff. And the line yeah, was it, insane to watch it. Yeah, and it and it sunk because there was like people waited hours because they wanted the last show and not so much. Nope. Uh, Walt Disney World covers H2O Plus logo on shower products with stickers because they're not longer sponsors with them. Um, DVC cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort projected opening date announced July 1st, 2024. Full list of topiaries and guardians gardens coming to 2024 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. I actually went, I was there for our honeymoon. We were there for the Flower and Garden Festival, and it's beautiful. It's very awesome. It's a lot. Yeah. They all the characters are done in flowers, so it's it's pretty cool. A permit has been filed for construction at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and the company that pulled the permit does awnings and exterior scaffolding. So I am assuming that basically they're going to be surrounding this building with scaffolding to start doing whatever they're going to do. So, um, Vineyard Vines clothing store coming to Disney Springs soon. Uh, Guest attempts. To ride Guardians of the Galaxy comic ride on, rewind with suitcase. This one was funny. I showed I showed the wife this one, and she's like, "What is he trying to do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I think he just got the. Pl- I have no idea. It's a literally carry on bag from yeah, an airplane. It's, it's yeah. It's not like a little tiny suitcase or whatnot. I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know yeah. how they even let him through the line with it. I don't know, man. And to even get on the ride with it, it's not like it's a backpack. I don't know. Um. Adult sister bites sibling on the arm, gets arrested at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. The, uh, stupid game, stupid prizes. New Jersey man assaults woman over surface lot parking spot at Disney Springs. Um, okay. This one was not okay. Child pushes Stormtrooper character in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And the worst part is, is the mom is recording him. And she keeps letting him do it. And then she posted it like no one was going to say anything. I don't. And people don't don't realize those costumes are not easy to move in. They're hot regardless of the temperature. And he was very good about it. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, if you push them the wrong way and they lose their balance because they, like I said, they aren't that easy to move in. No. It got hurt. And the cast member looked for parents of child who attacked Stormtrooper in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, drunk man in swim shorts slaps teenage Disney cast member three times at Citroco's over dress code. Great. And Florida man destroys bus door when he just dropped off at Disney World. He wanted to visit SeaWorld. What an idiot. 
Jesus. I, I, I don't I don't get that. It's like, dude, have you like to go to Disney World? Obviously, you've been there. You like you go into it. It's not like, oh, hey, no. oh, oh, that's it right over there. No, you you go into it. You go. Yep. I mean, it's it's big and you get into it. If you don't realize within two seconds you're at Disney World, I'm, I'm sorry. You're too drunk. Yeah, because literally when you go in, it's you're going there. It's on a it's on a technical interstate, but the yep. interstate dead ends into the parks. Into it, yeah. And there are signs and everything. All, I mean, all everywhere. around it, everywhere. So um, now on to Disneyland. I'll do my review afterwards because I have seen some of this stuff. Um, so the, the Disneyland Four proposal it committed two point five billion for Disneyland Resort expansion if approved by City of Anaheim. Which it will be because they're on each other's side again. The Sketchpad Cafe is now open at Pixar Place Hotel in Disneyland Resort. Now, here's the thing I wasn't um, expecting. So, they have the giant uh, pop art character mo- mo- uh, mobiles have been added uh-huh. to the Pixar Place Hotel lobby, featuring Wally, Toy Story, and more. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the soundtrack, they have the Pixar Place Hotel soundtrack from Disneyland Resort is now available on music and streaming. Bing Bong will appear exclusively at the hotel. And a full menu with pre- uh, prices for Small Bites rooftop bar opening early March at Pixar Place Hotel. The outside looks like trash. That hotel outside still looks like absolute trash. And I don't <laughs> know why it looks so bad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last year they were had scaffolding all the way up it. They didn't do anything to it. They didn't paint it. They didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. And it's open. Yeah, exactly. Um, Joe Gardner from Seoul performs the Pixar Pixar Place Hotel at Disneyland Resort. Disney shares concept art of Parkside Market details for two story Earl's Sandwich location and more coming to downtown Disney District. Um, when you when you went last time, did you go downtown Disney at all? Yeah, but none of that was open. Did no, they have I'm that sorry. little? <laughs> no, we didn't go downtown Disney. Did Disney they have the little park area open yet? They did, but we didn't go downtown Disney. It's so when, awesome! It's we so awesome. Our, the previous um, visit, um, I can't remember when that was. It was before Harvest. Um, that was not open yet. It's so awesome. It's such a nice, relaxing area. They have music at night that plays. It has actual like DJ. It's it's yeah, awesome. That's, that's what everyone says. Um, so and the Earl of Sandwich, great breakfast. I never had breakfast there till this time. I had Earl of Sandwich and a apple pie churro from that cart. I've never got the churro from that cart. That cart is bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that one they have the. Uh, it's like the. Well, they used to have the like the churro ice cream sandwich and whatnot there too. Yep, they still have that. Yep. Yeah. So, so, but now, uh, what is it? Earl of Sandwich is going to the because I asked you if it was in that trailer yet, but it's not in it in it yet. But it's going to be. Yeah, they're right trailer. now. Right, right now, they're splitting with the tavern, and then um, they have the signs. They have so when you walk downtown and you go towards Tortilla Joe's. They have this big, huge wall up, <coughs> and it lists all the stuff that's coming down there on this big wall. Oh, cool! So and it's where that, where that, you know, that, that that little restaurant bar was in the middle of the walk where they got rid of. Uh-huh. It's surrounding where that was right there. Oh, nice! Yeah, um, 
New Disney California Adventure Guide Map featuring Baymax and Hero in San Francisco Square on the cover. Um, the helicopter removed and returned the elephant to Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. So, yeah. Um, New Orleans Square Railroad Station is now closed. I didn't know that. It was open when I was there. Yeah, so they're doing that remodel of the... Um... All the restaurant and the... Um, no, the exit <laughs> no. for Fauna Mansion. For uh, for the yeah for the entrance of Haunted Mansion and all that the queue area and whatnot, yep. so the train is stopping there because that's where it gets water at because obviously it's a steam train, yep. so it does stop there. But there's nobody loading or offloading at that station. Hmm. Um, cool. Uh, select menus with prices starting start arriving for 2024 Lunar New Year. They already had all the booths up when I was there, and it didn't start till the next week. Um. And now we have Turning Red, uh, Malin Lee in human form, and Ming Lee meet and greet. Um, we saw them walk out. They look really great together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they and the nice good. thing is, is if you're like a foodie and obviously like uh, like Asian cuisines, everyone says that the Lunar New Year is fantastic. Dude, I was there for it last year. I was sad to. I wasn't there this year because I went last year for it. I didn't right. plan on it. Dude, the the some of the desserts they had this orange mousse like cake, Oof. and then I like the how the Asian the Asian spicy spiciness of it, like traditional right. orange chicken has like actual small little peppers in it, and they have so much spice to it. It's so good. Great right. noodles. Um, I instead had burrito tacos when I was there. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh, they're so good. Um. Mulan's Lunar New Year, New Year procession returned uh, with Mushu for the Year of the Dragon, and they say it's amazing seeing him there now. He's he's fantastic. Um, they had the Sip and Saver Pass. Um, it was returned, and it has a new scannable option, which I think is a lot easier because you can keep it as a better souvenir. Yeah, no more tabs. Um, Disney's California Adventure, uh, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa decorated for Lunar New Year for the first time ever with giant dragon hanging in the lobby. Um, the original Haunted Mansion queue is gone. It's so dirt. all the bricks, everything is gone. It makes me wonder. I'm thinking that means we're gonna. It's gonna be a gift shop. So the exits, the exits, gonna be a gift shop. So are they gonna shift the whole line probably all the way over then? No, the line's not moving. <laughs> the the. So the the gift shop will be right at the exit when you get out, and then the oh, line. All what they're doing, they're just take, take some of the Splash Mountain area. They're they're redoing just that whole queue area and um, well the whole queue area right there in front of the mansion, and then you had where the fast pass was at, and yeah. you have that little kind of park area that had that water fountain in the middle of it, kind of yeah. that they'd use for overflow. Well, from the haunted mansion, those fast pass to the water fountain um is now going to all be that whole area is going to be queue for the haunted mansion because they had it all blocked off and everyone's like how is the line how is haunted mansion (coughs) this short it's all the way out here and i'm like there's no queue back there literally yeah yeah. when you go back by like the pet cemetery i mean uh by the the crypts and the tombs back there you couldn't you couldn't go back there and those are staying 
and they've yes. already cut down like some trees or whatnot but that's all staying and you could see in the concept art or whatnot but they uh they started going hot and heavy on that yeah um themes that have been announced for the halloween for the run disney halloween half marathon weekend included haunted mansion 10k um sweethearts night already happened and it was and it was horrible everyone said it was god awful they oversold like crazy um this one is in the wrong pile but we'll talk about it um a woman waited in the water and it's a small world in disneyland paris during unexpected downtime and she takes her kids out of the boat and it's pretty brazen (coughs) and she don't care yeah and i'm pretty sure uh she was foreign because she was um it didn't sound like she was talking english she was speaking french french okay because it was in paris oh it was in Par- i'm sorry i saw disneyland yeah shows. yeah no it was disneyland paris yeah it was disneyland paris they were yelling at her in french and they're like what are you doing and then the kids were just as rude as she was and yeah hopefully they got escorted yeah. out i don't know uh lastly in the regular pile is man arrested in connection with fatal hit and runs near disneyland resort which is good. I'm glad they found that because, well, that was just a couple of weeks ago, and that was that's a a bad, sad situation <clears throat> because that could happen. I mean, that's a busy thoroughfare right there in front of Disneyland, and always cautious on Dude, that because you got people that don't um, pay attention. Don't don't pay attention, and you're in their way, even though you have the right of way. So we stayed basically right across the street from. The bus area. And the only reason why I did it was because booking.com gave me a great price. It was literally several hundred dollars off what I would normally pay. So it was close. It literally was it was an eight-minute walk from the hotel through security to uh, Earl of Sandwich. I so, say it, took, it took you longer from probably your room to Harbor than yep. from than across into the park. Exactly. And... Um, Numerous times, because I had to walk back by myself twice to get stuff for the kids. I almost got hit by a bus that worked for Disney because they didn't want to wait for the light to turn green. They were trying to turn through the crosswalk because the second day we went, it rained. And it wasn't that very busy. And I walked back. I can't remember. We, We all walked back. When we walked back into the park after we took the nap. It literally the bus was creeping through the crosswalk, and I'm just like, "This is a person who works for Disney itself. This right. is insane." There's so, no reason for you to be no. Yeah. So let's talk about my experience um, about everything. Um, Disneyland was fantastic. Um, it sucked that um, the orbiter was completely down because that was one ride my son could ride. Um, he ended up uh, piloting the Millennium Falcon on Smuggler's Run, and he loved it. He had a lot of fun. Um, I'll save the sad part for the very end of my review because this actually broke my heart when I was there. And it's not it's not sad like that, but you'll get it when I tell you. But um, everything was great. The cast members were friendly. Um, we got for a rope drop, and it wasn't that crowded. Um, what did suck is we had reservations for lunch at, or for Oga's Cantina, and rise was down when we first got there so 
we went to Smuggler's Run and it opened and it was like a 10 minute wait. And I'm like, we should have just waited. We should have just waited, but whatever. So Oga's was delicious. They, I like the fact they changed the menu. So um, they didn't have the giant pretzel. They had the pretzel bites and they were so good with the, uh, the spicy nacho cheese. Um, Carnation Cafe was great. They do not. They do. They no longer carry pomegranate lemonade in Disney parks. We found that out. They no longer carry it in Disney parks. It has been discontinued. Um, we went to Goofy's Kitchen for dinner on Saturday. Fantastic buffet. I was surprised by um, Korean barbecued um, broccoli was insane. Um, but the, I asked the lady there. I'm like, because the lady at Carnation Cafe didn't know. She went to the bar and got pomegranate syrup and made us the pomegranate lemonade for us. <laughs> well, for, those who don't, for those who don't know, I called Minute Maid in 2012 to try and buy it, and you cannot buy it because it's a Disney exclusive. That's why it's so hard to get. Um, but all in all, the day was very relaxed. We were there all day long uh, the, for the day at Disneyland. Um my son rode, uh, he's five, and just tall enough, he rode Big Thunder Mountain Railroad three times in a row. He rode Space Mountain to, to um, end of the night, kind of. That was his favorite ride, was Space Mountain. Um, if you have a person like my wife who is still pumping for our baby, their um, uh, infant center is amazing. You could change diapers in there. Um, they have a spot where you can store your actual bag for your pump equipment. And they actually have it tagged. It's guarded. You know, it's protected. So you're not carrying this extra bag. Um, and and, and I, they have um, a vending machine. Like if you forget like diapers or something. Or there's, and it, yeah. There, there's stuff you could buy in there as well. Lots of stuff. Um, so that was day one. Um, I'll say the saddest part was we finally get to ride Rise. And I told the wife i'm like you have to write it it's just super cool the technology i go you'll love the technology alone i go there is a drop i warned my son i go hey there's a little bit of a drop it's not like a roller coaster so i'll warn you before it happens so for those who haven't ridden rise it they call it a people eater because after you go through most of the line you go into a a separate ship that takes off and flies you and then you get onto the first order ship well we walk in, and the guys are bad, and my son looks at me when we get put by our cell, and he goes, are the storm, daddy, are the stormtroopers bad guys? And I go, yeah, bud. And he goes, but I like the stormtroopers. <laughs> and I think that's why he didn't want to go back on it again, because they shoot at you, they do all that stuff, and the drop didn't bother him. Because, let's just say, his favorite ride, ride of the whole time was... um Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. He loved it. That was his favorite ride. Day two, day two, we went and I told the wife, it's supposed to rain. We're going to cars first. We have to do cars first. And the great part, for those that don't know, Tim, if Tim goes with his wife and his kid, they could do rider swaps. So if his son's old, tall enough to ride cars ride and they have another kid, they could do a rider swap. So we did rider swap with uh, my wife's friend. She would sit with the baby, and then my and then my wife and her would go on the ride after we would rider swap. What they do for Cars Land is they give you a tag, so you have to wait in the line because you can sneakily just scan it and then come back five minutes later and hop on. But they do it while you're walking up to the ride, so people that are running up, it doesn't slow you down. You just grab it and get in line. 
So we got lucky on that. Then we went to Web Slingers. And let's just say it broke down because of the rain. It started raining when we were in there. And people say, the guy said that worked there. He goes, old building, new ride. So the wife, yeah, the wife had to go pump. So we got a little bit of a snack. And then um, it was just, it was down. It was dumping. So um, we got very lucky. I didn't even think about this. But Spider-Man can't be out in the rain. Because that mask, if you get it wet, it's like being waterboarded. And I only know that from all the bad... Well, we were the last family that got to meet Spider-Man for the day. Because he was still there. And they blocked the line off. And so my son was stoked. My son was wearing the Spider-Man Miles Morales jacket. And he had a Spider-Man hat. So, like, he was Spider-Man ready. Um, The good news is, is we went went back to the hotel, took a nap, came back. And we... um, we went to the story that's the, the the where they do the drawings. They have the Crush Cafe, the Crush uh, thing. Right. So we did that, but we I can't remember what we did after that. We walked over. We did a handful of rides. We had some fun, and then we went and we had dinner. I oh, was sorry. Before dinner, we went to um, Web Slingers because it reopened. Did Web Slingers? It was kind of lightly spring, uh, raining. Went to the uh, dinner. Dinner was fantastic. Son loved it because it was kind of a relaxing experience. There's only four characters that run around and dance. It's, it's They kind of get pictures with you, but it's kind of hit and miss, whatever. They give you actually an hour and a half in there. Because they say it takes about an hour and a half for the characters to move around. And then after that, we went back in, got on the swings, got on the emotional whirlwind, and then... I would say California Adventure is not like an all dayer for me. It have it never really was, um, but uh, I went and got a thing of popcorn and I got a soda and I sat there and I drank it. I waited over by award wieners for the for the wife and the kid to get off of uh, Guardians and uh, he had a blast. He loved it and it was, um, you know, the magic's still there. People are keep saying, oh, you know, this and that and this and that. I went to McDonald's last Friday. Because Red Robin set a table of 45 people. And a lady who got there before them said that there was no way when she got there, it took her two hours to get her food. Okay? Wow. I went to McDonald's with a kid because I had a coupon for the free Happy Meal through my app, whatever. I get it. Guess guess how much my bill was with the free Happy Meal, and I got a double quarter pounder meal. Oh, it was probably what? Oh, you got a, the meal? Yep. Uh, it was probably, what, 12 15 bucks. $18. Yep. And people say the magic's gone. Live in California. It's it's not... there. It's cheaper to eat in Disney at some of the places than it was for me to, for me to eat around here. Yep. So, and the convenience know, factor, too, is, it, hey, eating inside may cost 20 bucks, but like you said, you went to McDonald's and it cost 18 so I'll pay the extra $2, get a, probably a better meal than McDonald's. I mean, most everything there is. Yep. Um, and the convenience factor of staying in the park, sitting down and eating it, or taking it somewhere and eating it versus going out, going to McDonald's, getting it, bringing it back, you know, all, all of that. And I mean, like when me and the wife go, it's like, okay, we know 
we, we budget in that probably most of the stuff that we're going to eat, except for maybe breakfast, is going to be in the park. Yeah. And some dinners we'll eat outside the park. We have a two and a half year old. He's got a sleep schedule. So we could do, a, you know, he's starting to get tired and winding down. We got a couple of restaurants that we like outside of the park that we could <clears throat> go back to the hotel. Only for a little bit longer. Or you, I, Tortilla Joe's. Not very much longer. Could, <laughs> right. And I could go in the car and go down there and and get it. You know, we found a nice Italian restaurant um the last time we were there and you know it's just like i said for uh, for us with a two and a half year old we're out of the park earlier than you with with um with your kid because he's older so well well and i think for us we take the stroller and um the baby did great she slept a lot she wasn't fussy right and i the two and a half is a tough spot because you know like my son, I could we, we gave him ABC Mouse, and he was doing his Spanish homework while we were sitting on the ground waiting in line kind of thing. Right. Um, I will see the one negative is that when there is a problem with lightning lane, it absolutely screws rides up. And um, we were waiting and we waited in line. I got in line for Space Mountain with my son. And it was 45 minute wait. And as I walked by him, he goes, it's going to be 75. And what happened was something happened with Lightning Lane. And literally, they have priority. So they were letting like 30, 40 of them go before we could even get to the line. So I think next time we do go, which it might not be for a little while. You never know. Things change. I will have to do Lightning Lane just to get. Because I didn't realize the Genie Plus allows you to book Lightning Lanes and if you plan it out right, you could get a handful of rides in faster. So that makes sense. But um, overall, it was just a great experience. I love seeing how happy my kid was when he first saw the castle. Man, like it gave me chills because you know I you know I was spoiled rotten. I got to go to Disneyland every single year since I can remember from when I was six till I was like eighteen. I went every single year with my family, my dad. So it was like you know it wasn't anything special. I don't remember my first time seeing it, but I'm always going to remember his first time seeing it and i got photos of my daughter at six months old meeting minnie and just touching her hand and looking right at her face like you know just mesmerized and um i think the magic's still there but you know i can understand why some people don't want to go and there are becoming a lot more options like with you know uh whatchamacallit uh i was i can't I always forget it's what's whatchamacallit. Um Super Mario World. Like that's that's a huge one. You know, yeah. that's a that's a good eater. And I we got lucky because we partially planned it because um what was it? Uh next last year I missed the Caleb Bernardi run. And so I wanted to be there for that this year. And so this year we planned it the weekend before to make sure we were actually home. So, and it was a great weekend because I didn't know they can't, they don't ever have Small World and Haunted Mansion closed at the same time. So we were there the one day they were both open at the same time. We didn't go on as a Small World because it was packed, but it was still like a perfect timing thing. And I never had to wait in line to get in for longer than two minutes. Like it legitimately was a very, very light day and it was nice. Right. 
No, that's good. I'm glad that that it worked out even with, you know, a little bit of inclement weather. But to be honest, if you're if you're good with it, that's the best time to go. Oh, yeah. Um, as long as it will best time to do rides, the rides that are open, because there are some that shut down. Um, as long as you're not wanting to do a lot of indoor activities, uh, because everyone goes indoor. Because I was following some streamers when you were saying, oh, yeah, it's raining here. Oh, yeah. And I popped on and looked at some streamers, and they were in the Art of anima- uh, Animation building. And that oh, it was, was slammed. Hacked. It was slammed. So so the wife's friend was in there when we left. She went and ate some food, and then she went in there to dry off. And so we went into where, where you used to be able to go to the Beast's uh, library. Mm-hmm. They still have part of it open mm-hmm. where it's like um, – you could do the spinning thing where you can see the animations and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so you go in there. We walked out to meet her, and it was probably, I don't know, 200, 300 people walking out. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Crazy, man. But that is all we have for you this week. Thank you guys always for coming through. We greatly appreciate it. All of our new listeners. Hopefully, we're back on that weekly schedule. If not, it's okay. We still appreciate you and we'll be here. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris and I'm Tim and we'll see you guys next time.